0: Welcome to the chalkboard, my fellow football nerds, for episode number one hundred and nine of Chalk Talk. I am your host Shane Half, and you can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at Shane Half NFL. I'm joined today by the best co-host in the game. You heard him on the Tough Cover Radio Show. It is Mark Henry Jr. Give him a follow on Twitter at Mark Henry Jr. underscore Mark. How are you doing this evening?
1: I'm doing well. We were talking off air. I am dying for football. It's crazy. As I have Game Seven of the Eastern conference finals on the TV. Um, I, am I don't know what it, what's different about this year than most, maybe it's that the, we have such high expectations for the Eagles. Um, but man, four months from now could not go faster. I think I could, I would press simulate if I could, I would get rid of the summer to get to football. That's how, that's how much I'm missing football right about now.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I am 100% with you. Uh, I don't remember being this antsy for football season in a long time, and uh, that's bad news because we're not even to June yet. It's a long haul still, but we're going to get there. Uh, We are continuing this week, our series we started last week, uh, imagining a world where there is a 33rd franchise being added to the NFL. And If you didn't listen to last week's episode, you don't necessarily have to listen to it first, but maybe go listen to like the first 10 minutes where I set up what we're doing, and our precedent for why we're doing it. I'm not going to relitigate all of that here, but uh, talk about how the NFL has expanded before. But what we're doing is we are picking four players on offense and four on defense to protect for each team. And then one flex player. We have posted from the official chalk talk account, chalk talk underscore NFL on Twitter. We posted the screenshots by division for the NFC. So go check those out. We'll be doing the same thing with the AFC tonight and posting those throughout the week as well. As well, I'm going to tweet out this spreadsheet, our entire protected player list, and encourage you guys that are listening to select your own teams uh, and let us know who you come up with. So I will just rehash that part. The way it's going to work is when we construct our teams next week, we're going to be allowed to pick one player from each team. So you're going to pick 32 total players for the expansion team uh, to fill out your roster. So that's what we're going to do next week would encourage you guys to play along. Tweet us your teams, what you come up with. But today, before we can get there, in part two, we're going to be doing our protections for the AFC. And we're going to start off with the AFC East, and we'll just start with the Buffalo Bills. So uh, we'll run through here on offense. Now, obviously, there's a few guys that it's just a slam dunk. They're going to be protected. And we'll start off with uh, Josh Allen is obviously going to be one of the protected guys. And hold on. Let me share the spreadsheet. Uh, great podcasting here. Let me go ahead and make the blow it up a little bit. There we go. Does that look good on your end, Mark?
1: Yeah, and if you're listening to the the audio version on uh oh on podcast, what the heck are you doing? Come watch it on YouTube.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can go onto my YouTube. It's on the Edge of Philly Sports YouTube. Either place you can go and find it. Uh, and, and you can see we've got a, this spreadsheet up. We'll also tweet the graphics later that those of you that are listening on audio only, you can check out as well. So uh, Josh Allen is an easy pick uh, right off the top. I think Stefan Diggs is an equally easy pick uh, given his wide receiver one. You agree with that, Mark?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. Uh, then you start to get a little interesting. I started to realize a little bit that the Bills offense really isn't that spectacular I guess I I went rookie heavy here Uh, I protected both Osiris Torrance and Dalton Kincaid uh, offensive guard and tight end that they drafted on the first two days of the draft Uh, which direction did you go with their
1: offense so I went double offensive line Um, I did Osiris Torrance as well so I think we can throw him on there since we both have Torrance Um, I went with Deion Dawkins as the other option um I'm open I'm open to Kincaid but I'm also open to to Gabe Davis if we wanted to talk about that I'm probably Kincaid over Davis as well so it's probably it probably comes down to Dawkins or Kincaid
0: okay so I actually had both of those I put five on the offense um and actually I put five on the defense as well so I'm gonna have to eliminate somebody somewhere so let's get our four defense and then let's circle back as well so uh, obviously I know you're going to have your guy, uh, Gregory Rousseau is one of the defense protecteds. I'm assuming, is he on your list?
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He's one of them. Okay.
0: Who else did you protect on this defense?
1: Tredavious white, I think is another, another obvious one. Um, one, uh, Matt at Milano, I think is an obvious one.
0: Yeah, I also protected him. You're you're freezing every once in a while, Mark. I'm not sure if you're...
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to come... Yeah, I'm going to back out and back in.
0: Okay, I'll talk while Mark does that. A little bit of technical difficulties. You got to love that with live shows. So uh, Matt Milano is also a guy that I had here. Uh, the other two guys that I protected on the defense was cornerback Kair Elam, who was their first-round pick from the 2022 draft. Uh, obviously, he struggled early on, but I thought he sort of started uh, to play better as the season went along, and he's just one year removed from being a first-round pick. So I had Kair Elam, and then I put edge rusher Von Miller, which Von Miller is maybe not a guy that you would want to protect because of his age. That That's up for debate. It gets difficult sometimes with these to decide how you want to do it. But I think the Bills are in a Super Bowl window. You've got Josh Allen, and as long as you've got him, you're going to contend in the AFC. And so uh, I think it makes sense to protect one of your better players, even if he is up there on the older side. So we'll get Mark back in a moment, and we'll see who he has. But uh, that makes it a little bit difficult. We're going to have to eliminate somebody, Dalton Kincaid, maybe Vaughn Miller. Um, we'll see what Mark thinks when he comes back. So while we wait on Mark, I'm going to go ahead and bounce to Miami uh, where I think there's some pretty obvious guys to protect. So uh, I think you keep the duo of wide receivers, Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, And there's Mark back. So I'll stop talking about the Dolphins and come back here, and we'll finish up with the Bills. So, uh, Mark, I was saying while you were gone that Kair Elam is the cornerback. I put him on the list. Um, First-round pick from... A year ago, kind of struggled early on, but you hate to give up on a first round pick that early. And I thought he started playing better as the year went on. And then Von Miller, who I had an internal dilemma about his age, but ultimately I kept him on the list. Who are some of the guys that you kept on the defense?
1: Um, I I had the same everyone the same except for I had Jordan Poyer instead of Kyer Elam. Okay. Um, I don't know. I I don't feel that passionate about either to be quite honest okay I'm having the same lag here it appears yeah Okay.
0: hopefully that'll smooth out as we get going into the show here but um, if you were deciding here between keeping five on offense and five on defense based on the lists we have so far uh, would you lean towards keeping that fifth guy on O or keeping that fifth guy on defense oh I lost Mark again Uh, the joys of live podcasting at times. So I'm going to bounce back to the dolphins here and we'll get Mark's thoughts out here. He popped back in. Uh, This is going to be, this is going to be great for the audio people listening later. They're going to be like, what in the world is going on here? (laughs) Are you still getting that lag?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Hopefully it smooths out. We'll see. I'm trying to jump between browsers here to try to fix it, but I I apologize to the, to the folks out here. Maybe we can chop this up. I don't know. Um, I, I, I would keep five on defense. Um, I, I think you have to decide one of the D backs between Elam or uh, Poyer, maybe even Michael Hyde. I would keep five on defense. Um, the I guess the decision then becomes Dawkins or Kincaid and then Elam or Poyer. Okay. Uh, well, let's we'll, we'll take Kincaid off on the
0: offensive side. So we'll go with five on defense. And it comes down to Elam or Poyer, I guess. I lean Elam because he's the younger guy and you're keeping an older guy in Von Miller already. Uh, I also think they've got a pretty good safety duo. So you sort of get into territory where they can only take one. So uh, Eileen keeping Elam and Von Miller. How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would keep with the Dawkins on offense and keep with Elam and Miller on defense.
0: Okay. So that sets us for the Buffalo bills. Let's go on to the dolphins where I put Hill and waddle on there. I figured those are slam dunks. Uh, Outside of that, on the offense, uh, I protected Terran Armstead, offensive tackle, and I think you protect Tua, uh, although, I mean, you're definitely going to protect him, but there's there's could be some questions there with longevity, and maybe you want to go a different direction, but uh, for now, that's where I've got four on the offense. What did you have on offense for the Dolphins?
1: Yeah, I also have the, yeah, I have the exact same four. Okay, Perfect.
0: Let's jump over to the defense, then, where um, I protected edge rusher Jalen Phillips, uh, interior defensive lineman Christian Wilkins, safety Javon Holland, uh, cornerback Cam Smith, and linebacker Jerome Baker. Um, So uh, I'll read those one more time there. Lost Mark for a second. I got edge rusher Jalen Phillips, interior defensive lineman Christian Wilkins, Safety, Javon Holland, cornerback Cam Smith, and linebacker Jerome Baker on the defensive side. Uh, What did your defense look like?
1: I think you've got to get Jalen Ramsey in instead of Baker. Ooh, I'm Um, not going to
0: lie. I totally forgot Jalen Ramsey was in Miami now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's one of those. It's, It's still May. We haven't had this cemented in our brains yet. Um, but yeah, Jalen Ramsey would be the one I had Xavier Howard instead of Cam Smith, but I understand going Cam Smith because, uh, Xavier Howard had a rough year last year.
0: Yeah. And uh, I guess this wasn't exactly what crossed my mind because I forgot about Jalen Ramsey, but in Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard, you've got kind of an older cornerback duo, uh, versus Cam Smith, the younger guy. Um, the other, the other potential consideration I had was keeping Connor Williams, their center on the offensive side. And dropping one of these defenders. But there's not really a defender that I would want to drop. Uh, So I think this is the nine that I would want to keep for Miami. Does that sound good to you, Mark?
1: Yeah, I totally agree.
0: Okay. Yeah. If it's still a little laggy on your end, you might try stopping your camera and see if that helps. That helps sometimes for mine when it does that. I don't know. That makes you disappear from the screen, but I think we can still hear you. Or maybe not.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm still in here.
0: Okay. Okay. So, all right, let's go to the new England Patriots then. And Mark, I'll let you start us off here with new England. Who would you keep on the offensive side of the ball for the Patriots?
1: I would go with Mac Jones. I think even though neither of us are high on Mac Jones, I think an average quarterback is still a better asset than most of what new England has. Um, and then I went literally three offensive linemen. Um, you could kind of uh convince me to go any of the there, there's four names and you could pick any of the three. Uh um I Cole Strange is the first pick I'd say with his age. Okay. And then you could pick two of you could pick two of Trent Brown, David Andrews and Michael Aminu.
0: Okay, yeah. I had I had Trent Brown, Mike Michael and Winu and David Andrews. I did not have Cole Strange. I was Oh, okay. I wasn't very impressed with Strange last year. Um <laughs> But uh, how how old is David Andrews? I should know that. I'm going to see if I can look it up really fast. I feel fast.
1: like he's late 20s would be my guess.
0: Let's see. He is 30. So Andrews okay. is 30. Um, Trent Brown is 30 as well. Uh, I'd be fine with doing Cole Strange instead of David Andrews.
1: Yeah, let's go with that. Okay.
0: I don't know what I just did there. I deleted him. Okay. And then I misspelled strange, but we'll see how that goes. Okay. So, on to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Who did you have for New England on defense?
1: I went with Christian Barmore. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's an obvious one. Matthew Judon. Yeah, I also went with Judon. Christian Gonzalez.
0: Yep. Three for three josh uche um yes josh uche
1: and then i put one of the jones so marcus jones or jonathan jones at corner i
0: wait who did you put at corner
1: either jones i put one of the joneses
0: (laughs) okay i put jack jones
1: yeah go uh, jack jones not jonathan jones i think that's a i think jonathan jones is a different corner if i well no
0: they they have a jonathan jones but i thought you said two Joneses and didn't say a Jack Jones. And I was uh, trying to figure out who the other Jones was. Cause I wasn't sure I remembered one.
1: Yeah. I, I knew I had one of the names wrong. Uh, there's too many Jones with the Patriots. It's hard to keep up with the Jones uh, on the Patriots. <laughs> That joke yeah. makes up for all the technical difficulties. If I switch to my phone, I think we're all good now, by the way. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and again, apologize to the viewers here. Hopefully it's smoothed out here. The other, the only other consideration I had was safety Kyle Duggar, who I do like, but I don't yeah. think I like him more than anyone else on that list.
1: Patriots' defense is really good.
0: It is, and their offense is really bad. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would easily keep six defensive players and three offensive players if it was allowed for this team. I'd do seven and two. I think yeah, potentially. Uh, so, okay, let's go on to the New York jets. Let's close out this division. Obviously, uh, on offense, they're going to keep Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson. Like that's the easy, easy to, uh, after that, I had them keeping offensive lineman, Elijah Vera Tucker. He's played guard yep. for them. He's played tackle. I don't know where he's going to play this year. So I just listed him as offensive lineman. Uh, after that it gets a little open I listed Brees Hall as a guy to consider maybe although I don't love protecting running backs I listed Joe Tipman their rookie center as another potential guy to protect which way do you want to go here for that fourth offensive spot
1: yeah I went Brees Hall I went with Brees Hall and I'm not I I actually have a, a few more running backs on the AFC side of things than I had on the NFC side of things at least in the conversation
0: Yeah, I did too, and I don't like it, but that's where I found myself. So I thought it was funny that as much better as the AFC is as a conference, I felt like there were some teams where I had a lot harder time finding guys to protect than I did in the NFC.
1: Yeah, it might be because the quarterbacks are so good in the AFC, it kind of drags everything up a bit.
0: Yeah, that's probably true, so... Uh, on the defensive side of the ball for the Jets, uh, eight easy two as interior defensive lineman, Quinn Williams and cornerback sauce Gardner. Yeah. Uh, after that, I think it gets opened up a little bit. I went with uh edge rusher, John Franklin Myers and edge rusher Jermaine Johnson, uh, and then cornerback mm. Michael Carter or my other protections for the defense. Who did you have on defense?
1: I went with CJ Mosley was okay. one of them. Um, and then I put uh, Edge, Jermaine Johnson, Okay. and I put Edge, Will McDonald.
0: Okay. See, I struggled with how to handle Will McDonald, how to handle Joe Tipman. Uh, th- this, it was difficult for me to figure out which way to go uh, with the Jets. So we only protected two of the same players. Is that right?
1: Um, well, no, you, we both had Johnson, too.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. So Jermaine Johnson we both have. Uh, And then do we for sure want to protect five on defense and only four on offense? Yeah. Okay.
1: Let's protect all three edges. Let's just do it that way. Okay.
0: So uh, John Franklin Myers and Will McDonald.
1: Yeah. Cause they're actually pretty deep at linebacker. Okay. Quincy Williams, a solid player as I was, I was considering as well.
0: Okay, so that takes us through the AFC East. Uh, Let's just scroll on down to the AFC North and start with the Cincinnati Bengals. Why don't you lead us off with the Bengals offense?
1: I think there's four off the bat that you can just say that are very easy, which is Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Orlando Brown. Uh huh. And then the fifth one's up in the air. I put Jonah Williams. Five for five. That's exactly what I did.
0: Yeah. And then on the defensive side of the ball... (laughs) I listed four defensive linemen. Uh, I, I did also list a cornerback if we wanted to go five on defense, but I put uh, DJ Reader, Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, Miles Murphy as my top four, and then cornerback Cam Taylor-Britt as the fifth guy if we went five on defense.
1: Yeah, I had Hubbard, Hendrickson, Murphy, and Reader, and then my fifth if we were going five was Dax Hill. So I think we should just go with the four D linemen.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think so too. It's funny, like – If there was a team that I expected to go four deep on the defensive line, it would have been the Philadelphia Eagles, and we didn't do that. I did not expect to walk out of the Bengals with four defensive linemen.
1: Well, we did go four. No, we went five deep on offense. So we went three deep on the D-line, and then we had Bradbury. Bradbury, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Okay, on to the Baltimore Ravens, uh, who they're going to protect Lamar Jackson for sure. Uh, Mark Andrews is a for sure. And then I put I put wide receiver Zay Flowers, the rookie, yeah. and I put center Tyler Linderbaum. Yep. And then I put as the potential fifth guy, uh, offensive tackle Ronnie Stanley.
1: Five to five.
0: Okay, perfect. On to the defensive side of the ball, I put Kyle Hamilton, my guy, my guy too. Although he was a slightly more your guy than I don't know, was he more your guy? We both had him as the number one player on our big board, right?
1: You said he was like the best defensive prospect you'd ever evaluated, I believe, at the time.
0: Yeah, and I got a little nervous during training camp and preseason stuff, but he really turned it on down the oh,
1: stretch. So great in the second half. Yeah, yeah he's he's an awesome, awesome football player. I, I love Kyle Hamilton. You can you're you're definitely allowed to also call him your guy. The only reason he's any more my guy than yours is the allegiance that I have to his college.
0: Yeah. So uh, for the second guy, I put interior defensive lineman Michael Pierce. Was he on your list?
1: He was not, but I'm Ooh, okay. willing to hear him for the instead of the one guy that I have.
0: Okay. Uh, Roquan Smith? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Marlon Humphrey?
1: Yeah, okay. So I had Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen's really good. I okay. think we've got to get Patrick Queen on there, even though protecting two linebackers stinks. Okay. Um, so it becomes Humphrey or Pierce, I think.
0: Um... I'd rather I think I would rather keep Humphrey.
1: Yeah, I agree. Okay. So those so, would be my four. That that was my four that I had.
0: Okay, so Patrick Queen. The other the fifth option I lift listed, so Patrick Queen wasn't even on my five deep. He probably would have been the first guy out. I listed David Ajabo. Uh yeah, he didn't get yeah. to play a lot. He was kind of the medical red shirt and uh interest they they've got a very talented defense.
1: Yeah, they do very talented and their start their offense is better than it's ever been around Lamar for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm really intrigued to see how the Ravens turn out this season.
1: Yeah, it's just uh the rest of the AFC's gotten so much better around them. That I think the Ravens have the best team they've ever had under Lamar and I'm as and I'm probably the least confident I've ever been that they'll get to the playoffs with Lamar just because of how many good teams there are in the AFC. Yeah, including the next one we're about to talk about.
0: Yeah, so let's get into the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mark, why don't you lead us off with the Steelers'
1: offense? I don't know if you've heard me on Twitter or on my radio show, Shane, but I've I planted my flag early here, and I'm, like, all in on the Steelers. It's bad. The the numbers with them, with T.J. Watt playing, uh, they're 36-14-1 over the last four years when he plays, and they were, like, 8-2 and two last year when he played. So I'm really high on the Steelers. Um, and I actually felt like I had a hard time Um, narrowing down their offense, which surprised me. Um, I had Kenny Pickett, I think, with his age and and the youth he has. I think he'd he'd still put him on there with his upside. Um, Deontay Johnson, who kind of breaks the models of like separation for wide receivers, if you ever look at them, he's always open, uh, Deontay Johnson. So he's a guy I've long been a huge fan of. Um, George Pickens, uh, they're going double at receiver. It seems like the Steelers just churn out these receivers in the draft that they find George Pickens has everything you'd want out of a star receiver, including the potential for future drama in, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> but uh, Roger Jones, I think is a no brainer the, their top first round pick this year that they're expecting to come in and stabilize the O line. And then it becomes a question. My fifth one I did on offense and it becomes a question between Najee Harris who I am. St- I'm digging into fantasy And a lot of, I think I was freaking out about Najee Harris last year, and I was kind of thinking maybe he's a lot worse than I thought he was. I I dove into some numbers, and I think a lot of it might have just been that the offense was bad and the O-line was bad, and I think he's still probably a pretty solid player. Or this isn't really appealing due to age, but Isaac Sayamalu is just a rock-solid option if we wanted to go with Sayamalu instead of Harris.
0: Yeah, I had Isaac Samalo and Pat Fryermuth as my two kind of options there.
1: I decided to – I actually had Fryermuth and crossed him out because they now have Darnell Washington. Darnell Washington. In my head, I was was like, all right, if they lose Fryermuth, they'll just use Washington. Okay,
0: yeah, let's go Isaac Samalo then. That logic tracks for me.
1: Yeah, I'm down with that.
0: So Kenny Pickett, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Broderick Jones, and Isaac Samalo. On to the defensive side of the ball – you gotta keep TJ Watt, like you mentioned. Now here, and I've got a I've got a good friend that's a Steelers fan, and I texted him this question. But would you protect Cameron Hayward? Like, face of the franchise, um you would be devastated if he got taken an expansion drive. Still a good player, but at his age, like, are you protecting Cameron Hayward in this situation?
1: I did. Just because of how good he currently still is. Uh huh. i I didn't there wasn't really like a fourth option that like it's it's one of the linebackers right it'd be like high smith or what's the other linebacker um there there's another one there that i thought was in the conversation but um yeah it's it's got to be hayward he's just better than any of the other options at least in the current sense and like you said he is like a legend
0: okay so and then minka fitzpatrick yep did you protect joey porter jr
1: absolutely best corner in
0: the draft and Alex Highsmith was the number five guy that I've listed on defense and I don't know I went back and forth a lot at the end of the day I just I would rather protect a rookie cornerback than I would protect a third edge rusher but Alex Highsmith is very good Um, Uh, and he showed it a lot last year with TJ Watt out when he got to play more I think Alex Highsmith's kind of an up-and-coming player
1: I'm high on Highsmith No pun intended, but I I think Joey Porter Jr., that wasn't the one that was close for me. Joey Porter Jr. was rock solid on there for me. It became a Hayward or Highsmith question that I was only going to keep two edges. I went with Hayward because I think he's still better right now by a pretty good margin, unless I'm wrong about that. If if you think Highsmith's close to as good as Hayward, then Highsmith should probably be the pick. Um, But I guess that's the question.
0: Yeah, I think Hayward's still a better player, but I do think... They're going to trend in opposite directions. I think Highsmith's becoming a better player, and Hayward's obviously on the backside of his career. But we'll keep it with Cam Hayward. Uh, we'll keep the Steelers fans happy. So uh, let's roll on to the Cleveland Browns, who uh, they're obviously going to protect Deshaun Watson, for better or for worse. Uh, he is the face of their franchise now, hopefully for the worse. Uh, sorry if there's any Browns fans out here listening. Uh, really can't stand your quarterback, but and then you get into a bunch of offensive linemen and nick chubb for me um so i think your options here running back nick chubb he's obviously an integral part of their offense i don't know how i feel about protecting uh running backs but and then i protected three offensive linemen in guard joel batonio and then the offensive tackle duo of jedrick wills jr and jack conklin Uh, mark which direction did you go with the browns offense
1: so I had Deshaun Watson, I had Jedrick Wills, I had Joel Betonio Instead of Conklin, I had Wyatt Teller, but I'm fine with Conklin. Okay. Um I had Amari Cooper instead of Nick Chubb. Okay. Um, I'm open to either though. Yeah. Hmm. I'm also open to Wyatt Teller there as well. So I'm open to any of the any of the three there. They're they're like the, the Browns are deep at the spot in offense and defense. It's hard to narrow it down.
0: Let's do – okay, let's not keep Wyatt – let's not keep four offensive linemen. Yeah. So let's either keep Amari Cooper or Nick Ch- – let's keep Amari, Amari Cooper. Uh, when you've got a quarterback that they think is that good, you can get away without having as great of a running game in theory. So uh, let's go Amari Cooper for the skill position player here. And then uh, Jack Conklin versus Wyatt Teller. Uh, You said you kept Teller. Uh, Teller's 28. Conklin is also 28. So age is a wash there. Uh, I say let's keep Conklin. He's the tackle. He's a little more valuable player.
1: That's fine by me.
0: Okay, so that takes us to the defensive side of the ball where we only have four spots. Uh, You're obviously going to keep Miles Garrett. Uh, Beyond that, who else did you keep on the defense?
1: Um, yeah, I had Miles Garrett. I had J.O.K. Okay. Um, I had Denzel Ward. And then the third one's really, or the fourth spot's really tough. I had three guys that can be between um, Zadarius Smith they just got. He's a little older, so I, I'm probably leaving him off. I just wanted to mention him. I'm really high on Zadarius Smith. I actually really like that pickup. Um, and then it's probably between Greg Newsom or Martin Emerson.
0: Okay, I did list, so I listed Zedaria Smith, Greg Newsom, and Martin Emerson. I actually didn't list J.O.K. or Denzel Ward. Uh, wow. The other guy that I considered that I wrote jotted down was interior defensive lineman Dalvin Tomlinson as well. Yeah, So
1: I, I feel like Tomlinson's probably better than Smith. Um, I feel like you probably leave them both off uh, because okay. you have Garrett, and you can probably just keep one of them. As like a second pass rushing option, I feel like it's got to be between Newsom and Emerson, as the fourth spot.
0: Okay, man,
1: I'm bullish on JOK and Ward.
0: Yeah, Greg Newsom versus Martin Emerson's tough.
1: Yeah, it's they're Look. both really young. They're both. Um, I I would go Newsom. I guess you just have another year extra on the on the rookie clock in terms of contract. Wait, is. What
0: year did Newsom come out? Newsom was last year, right? I thought Emerson was the year before,
1: right? Am I wrong?
0: I'm. I think Emerson's actually younger than Newsom, though. Did they come out in the same draft? I'm gonna. Uh,
1: I'm gonna pull they down. if they did, then who? Yeah, uh, I. I think Newsom got drafted higher.
0: Yeah, Newsom was.
1: He was a first, right?
0: Yeah, he was a late first round pick. Uh, Emerson.
1: They, I, I looked at their PFF grades and it was pretty similar. I think Newsom had slightly better ones. On, i I think.
0: Yeah, I'm not. S- Browns draft history. This is great podcasting, folks. Uh, <laughs> the our lads depth chart, their player card page is a little wonky to look at. So it's, I'm not seeing where they. Okay, Emerson was a third round pick in 2022. Newsom was a first round pick in 2021. Oh, okay. So Emerson, Emerson's only played one season. Newsom's played two. Let's go Emerson then. Okay, sounds good. And Newsom also, uh, he came out with some injury concerns that caused him to Mm. drop. So longevity-wise, that could be concerning. The other consideration here is with a duo of young corners that you really like, uh, like that. Would you do you consider protecting? a Dalvin Tomlinson or is a Darius Smith or somebody else knowing you're at least walking away with one of those guys anyways.
1: Yeah, I get it. I think it's just the youth ends up making you me want to go with corner there.
0: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense to me. So that will take us through the AFC North. Uh, let's pivot to the AFC South now, and we'll start off with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, so obviously they're going to keep Trevor Lawrence, uh, and I think, and they're going to keep Calvin Ridley as well. Did you keep both of them? Yeah. Okay. And then I went Cam Robinson, Christian Kirk, Anton Harrison.
1: So I didn't have Cam Robinson on my list. Okay. Um, I did have Anton Harrison. I think you can put him on there and lock him in my fourth spot. Cause I ended up using five spots on defense, but you could probably actually, I think we should use five spots on offense. Okay. Um, I think that it's probably Kirk for sure. Yeah, I think you can lock Kirk in, and then my fifth spot came down to Travis Etienne or Evan Ingram.
0: Yeah, I I had a hard time with Etienne trying to decide ETM versus Cam Robinson. Um, I probably wouldn't do Ingram, but I'm fine with doing Etienne over Robinson.
1: Yeah, let's do Etienne. I just don't think Cam Robinson's very good. Okay.
0: I can never spell Travis Etienne's name. Right. Uh, so while I look that up, why don't you start us off on the defensive
1: side of the ball here? My guy, Josh Allen, um, the edge rusher from Kentucky. I don't know why I'm still using his college, like five years into his career. Um, but, and then edge Trayvon Walker. I think those two are really easy. I think Tyson Campbell's a pretty easy third one. And then the fourth spot to me came down to Devin Lloyd, Andre Cisco or Ray Sean Jenkins.
0: Yeah, I I had Andre Cisco in there as my fourth spot. I I'm a big fan of Andre Cisco's game.
1: Lloyd really struggled last year, right? So uh, that's yeah. what it, I was high on Lloyd. But um, linebacker is just not that important, and he struggled. So I, I think it's fair to go with Cisco.
0: Okay, that one was easier than I thought it was going to be. Let's go to the Titans. Uh, man, I had a hard time with the Titans offense. Uh, this was rough. So uh, Peter Skoronsky. Their first round pick from this year they're gonna keep. I put down Traylon Burks, their first round wide receiver from last year. And then I looked at their offense and went, like, who do you protect?
1: Gotta I, protect Tannehill.
0: See, I didn't I didn't put Tannehill. But I didn't like what I put. I put Andre Dillard and Derrick Henry and oh. they acted. I mean, they were open to moving on from Derrick Henry this off season. Andre Dillard at – has never really been a starter, although I think he's better than people give him credit for. I just thought this this was a rough is a rough group.
1: Yeah, I think it's got to be Tannehill just because he definitely has the most value to other teams. Like okay, like the Falcons would probably trade like a second for Tannehill today. I think. Um, but I had Henry, so we we're in agreement there. Even though I, I didn't love it, I did have a shout out for Chigazim Okonkwo. I am high on Conquo. Okay. But it's too early to make that call.
0: Yeah. So did you keep five on defense, go four on offense? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So defense is a little easier, at least at the top. Uh, Danico Autry, edge rusher, and interior defensive lineman Jeffrey Simmons. uh, Were those both on your list? Yeah. Okay. Who else did you go on defense?
1: Harold Landry.
0: Okay. I looked at Harold Landry. I ultimately left him off my list, but it was real close. So I'm cool with Harold Landry
1: roger mccreary
0: he was not on my list okay who else
1: and then i had kevin byard
0: okay so harold landry i can't type suddenly tonight did you have the other corner uh, i put sean murphy bunting and yeah. kevin byard and then i had i kept aziz Shahir.
1: um I think we should put, we do Byard, and then you go with the other corner you had. Go with Sean Murphy Bunting. Okay, I was I was between McCreary and Bunt, Murphy Bunting. I went with McCreary because he was was he a he was a pick last year, right? He was a rookie last year. Yes, yeah, that was why I went with him. Yeah,
0: I was a big Sean Murphy. I remember being a big Sean Murphy Bunting fan. He
1: uh, did he was, did he play for Tampa before Tennessee? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah He was a, he this he went from Tampa to Tennessee, I believe, this off season. Yeah. Okay, so let's go on to the Indianapolis Colts, uh, who are they're going to protect Anthony Richardson, obviously their rookie yep. quarterback. Um, from there, their offense was interesting. Did you protect Jonathan Taylor? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I kind of felt like he had to. Uh, what about Quentin Nelson? Yeah. Okay. Uh, legend. <laughs> what What about? So this is where I started to run into troubles, um, and it's I I, I honestly kind of contemplated leaving off Jonathan Taylor, and then I was like, you can't do that. But Braden Smith, right tackle, Bernard Raymond, left tackle, both played really good last year. Ryan Kelly is a good center. Uh, you've got Michael Pittman, a wide receiver. There's a lot of options that you could go here. I ultimately went with Bernard Raymond and Michael Pittman Jr. as the other two protections on offense. Uh, how did you stack
1: this up? I think definitely put Michael Pittman Jr. on there. I had Michael Pittman Jr. Um, I had Braden Smith or Josh Downs as my uh, fist. But I also put an honorable mention for Jelani Woods, but that's too early. Um, I would go with Braden Smith personally, I think. Okay.
0: Okay. And then on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, there were two easy ones for me to keep and then it got hard. So DeForest Buckner and edge rusher Quidipe, yeah, uh, were the two easy ones. After that, I felt like I was kind of reaching on defense, but I ultimately went with uh, linebacker, Zaire Franklin and cornerback, Julius Brents,
1: Julius Brents, no doubt. I think you got to go with Shaq Leonard, AKA okay. Darius Leonard
0: yeah i keep that always throws me off
1: that i i was gonna say i was gonna get gi- i was gonna give you the out there i was i, I assume that that's what throw you off yeah that he's got a new name <laughs> yeah
0: not leonard yeah that that one all that one always threw me off last season but that was actually okay. one
1: of the easier ones for me besides the fifth spot for offense
0: yeah okay let's also go on. i'm seeing-
1: by the way, I'm seeing people are calling Julius Brents Juju Brents. I didn't, we weren't, I, that wasn't made aware to me during the draft process.
0: Yeah, I never came across that it, before this exercise. It was on the our lads depth chart, and I was like, I'd never, I'd never seen that in any of the draft work.
1: Yeah, one of the uh, Greg Rosenthal does project starters column for everyone, which is a good column that everyone should check out for all the divisions. But Julius Brents, uh, yeah, it listed as Juju. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know that was that was the nickname.
0: Yeah, I hear Juju and I go to bad places with uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and <laughs> yeah. post-Super Bowl stuff. So, Yeah. Okay, let's keep going here into the Houston Texans who had the number one and number two, or excuse me, the number two and the number three pick in this year's draft. Uh, I'm going to say we'll just protect both of those guys off the top. C.J. Stroud on offense, Will Anderson on defense. Uh, but going back to the offense here, who else did you keep besides Stroud on offense?
1: Laramie Tunsil, that was an easy one. Shaq Mason, who who they just added. Okay. I kept Kenyon Green, even though I know he was really bad last year. He was a first-round pick on the interior. I felt like that was Uh the right way to go. And then I kept Damian Pierce.
0: Okay. Okay, so I differed with you a little bit. Uh, I kept Tunsil and Green. I kept Titus Howard, their other offensive tackle, over Shaq yeah. Mason. And then I kept Dalton Schultz over Damian Pierce.
1: Um, let's go with Schultz. Go with Schultz.
0: Okay. So I'll give you Shaq Mason over Titus Howard. You give me Dalton Schultz over Damian Pierce. Uh, yeah, and
1: I'm high on Schultz generally. Like, I've had Schultz in fantasy each of his Dallas years. I've always been high on him. Um, I think he was a little bit of a creation of that system. Mm -hmm. Um, but if she just drops good right away, then they need someone to take targets. So he he could end up having a pretty good year.
0: That was my ultimate thought process. Like it would be, I felt like it would be so much more devastating for them to lose like the only legitimate weapon they have as a passing in their passing attack, uh, much more so than losing Damian Pierce, who I really like as a player. I think he's a fantastic player, but okay. Onto the defensive side of the ball. They're going to keep Derek Stingley jr. Their first round pick from two years ago. Uh, outside of Will Anderson Jr., Derek Stingley Jr., are there any more juniors you can protect on this defense?
1: No, I do have a Jalen, though. It's just Jalen Petrie.
0: Yep, absolutely. He was my number three. And then who was your number four? I had two guys here I couldn't decide between.
1: I had a hard time here. I only listed Jimmy Ward.
0: I love it when I have two guys and I can't decide between them, and then you picked a different person.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm I'm willing to let you decide because I did not feel strongly at all about Ward.
0: The, the guys I listed were cornerback Desmond King and interior defensive lineman Sheldon Rankins and go with I really go with King. Okay. Yeah. King it is. So keeping three secondary players for the Texans, a team that is probably going to be down a lot and have to defend the run a lot this season, but uh, it is what it is. So now let's move on to the final division for this exercise. Uh, it is the AFC West and we'll lead it off with the Kansas City Chiefs. And this one was a tough one for me, Mark. I couldn't decide if the Chiefs would protect Patrick Mahomes or not. What do you think?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think they. I think they have to go with it. I think they might even protect Travis Kelsey as well.
0: Yeah, some bold takes here for Kansas City. Um, after that, I kept a trio of offensive linemen, uh, and actually, all all three interior guys: Creed Humphrey, Joe Tooney, and Trey Smith.
1: I had Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith. I actually feel pretty strongly that they should keep five on defense.
0: Okay. I can I could be convinced. Joe Tooney was my fifth guy that I listed, and I also listed five on defense. So give me your five on
1: defense. Chris Jones. Yeah. George Karloftis.
0: Not one of the ones I listed, but I thought
1: about it. I'll fight for George Karloftis, as you know. Uh, <laughs> Nick Bolton. Uh-huh. Trent McDuffie. Yes and justin reed okay but i crossed out Legarius sneed
0: so i had i had exactly what you had except instead of george carloftis i had legerius sneed
1: i'm willing to do sneed or reed I, I don't i don't have a preference there i have to have Karloftis though. that's my guy
0: <sighs> okay man carloftis wasn't that good last year mark you sure
1: yeah, he was better than he was better than people think. He got a pretty good PFF grade still, and his pass rushing grades were pretty good. He just didn't have a lot of sack reduction. I'm yeah. fine with Snead over Reed though. Both are really good. Uh, th- I think they're I think they're so good again.
0: I remember I was a huge Justin Reed fan in his draft when he came out, and I remember watching him fall out of the first round, and I was so I was furious that the Eagles didn't take him. I mean this this is back when. They had nothing at safety, and I think he went to like the third or the, even the fourth round. And I was just flabbergasted. And then it came out there was a lot of concussion concerns and things with him. And by the way, I, I just pulled it up here because George Karloftis only had a fifty point two PFF grade last season, but he I, had
1: eight sacks. That's not what I saw when I was looking on the PFF projected starters thing.
0: Interesting. Eight sacks, uh, 37 hurries, 21 tackles, uh, 49 total pressures, but he was a first round pick a year ago. Uh, I'm 49 willing to...
1: pressures. is Pretty good.
0: Yeah. I'm willing to go there over Justin Reed, but I definitely think you got to keep Legereus Sneed here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's keep Sneed.
0: Okay. Moving on to the Los Angeles chargers who, uh, are for sure going to protect Justin Herbert and Rashawn yeah. Slater. Yeah. Uh, Outside of that, it got tough for me. Uh, I protected Keenan Allen and Mike Williams.
1: I projected Mike Williams and Quentin Johnston
0: and yeah that that's where it got tough for me because I also really wanted to keep Zion Johnson inside, and so yeah. I thought about getting into the situation where I just protect Johnst- like Quentin Johnston and let him pick between Allen and Williams. I didn't know how to handle that. I wasn't sure. But I yeah. I did think you only keep four on defense here, so I think you keep five on O.
1: I had five on defense. Okay, but I could be swayed. Um, yeah, I mean you're not going to keep all three receivers. I would I wasn't even considering Keenan Allen. Um, I feel like his he he's just going to be so slow within the next two years that I, I don't know how much longer he's going to be playable. Um, okay. But, yeah, I would Zion Johnson was definitely being considered by me against Mike Williams.
0: Okay. So, let's go – for now, let's list those five. Zion Johnson, Mike Williams, Quentin Johnston, Justin Herbert, Rashawn Slater. Let's list our defense, and then we'll figure out who to eliminate. So, uh, on defense, they're going to keep – I put down Derwin James, Asante mm-hmm. Samuel, mm-hmm. Joey Bosa, and yep. Khalil Mack.
1: Yep. I also had JC Jackson, even though I know he was terrible last year. Okay. um, Yeah,
0: I would definitely think I would rather keep Zion Johnson than J.C. Jackson.
1: J.C. Jackson was so good for the Patriots before last season. Yeah. That's what I'm – uh, he was – I mean, they gave him like $100 million. Right. And I get that that's part of an argument against him that he has a big contract, but – he got that contract for a reason, so that's where I, that's why I struggle with the JC Jackson
0: thing. Do you leave? Do you potentially leave off Khalil Mack because of how old he is and the fact you already have Joey Bosa?
1: He's still really good, though. I I feel like I would I would rather leave off one of the offensive guys. Okay. Like one of Johnston Williams or Johnson.
0: You know, truthfully, if they're going to if they're only going to protect one receiver, it's probably their first round pick from this year.
1: Yeah, I'm fine getting rid of Williams.
0: So it comes down to do we protect Mike Williams or do we protect Zion Johnson?
1: I'll let you pick that. I'm fine. either
0: way. Let's keep Zion Johnson because you've got a trio of receivers. Let's make sure we at least keep our, our good interior offensive linemen there. It felt really weird to have lamented the receiver play for the Chargers for so long and have not been crazy about the guy they took in the first round and then feel like I needed to protect all three of them in this exercise.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. It's just a fit thing more than anything else.
0: Yeah, and an offense thing too, which is hopefully better now with Kellen Moore there. But Okay, let's go on to the Las Vegas Raiders. who uh, They're going to keep Devontae Adams uh, right off the top there. Uh, who else did you keep on offense for the Raiders?
1: I Colton Colton Miller was someone I kept.
0: Uh-huh. Same.
1: Michael Mayer was someone I kept. Same. And then uh so the I don't know who I went five on offense. I kept Josh Jacobs.
0: Okay, four for four so far.
1: And I kept Jimmy G.
0: I didn't know you keep didn't. Jimmy G. I kept uh, Jermaine Illuminor, offensive, their other offensive tackles. So I kept both offensive tackles. I did not protect Jimmy G.
1: I was rethinking a lot of our protection stuff, and it's a cop-out, but I'm starting to think we should have probably protected a quarterback for every team. Because <laughs> I think like a backup quarterback is probably more valuable than like every position. And, yeah. and I, I think we've got to protect Jimmy G. Yeah. Man, I don't like it. I don't like it either, but it's just like realistically, you think about how much money they just gave Jimmy G in free agency compared to like what Jermaine Olamanamadoua, whatever the <laughs> Illuminor. name is. Yeah, <laughs> Illuminor. Um, it's like the old Sagan old Teamy guy who just got drafted from uh, played center from Michigan. Um, but yeah, that that's kind of where I'm at with it. I, I think I protected a quarterback for every single team in the AFC. So yeah, I, I did and i think we've protected a quarterback for every team so far.
0: Uh we did well in the AFC. Yeah. I know we didn't protect one for the Falcons or the 49ers in the NFC.
1: Yeah, i think in the AFC cuz we ended up protecting Tannehill, we've protected a quarterback for every team. I think we sh- we should protect him. We should protect Jimmy G, i think.
0: Mm-hmm. Even
1: though his shoulder might fall off.
0: Yeah. Did, by the way, did you see that they're like voiding all the guarantees and stuff because of yeah foot the foot not. So I mean, come on, man. You got Jimmy G who couldn't win with Kyle Shanahan. Well, he's injured every year. Strong. He went to the he's, Super Bowl every year, injured every year, <laughs> and now he's like still injured. Like, would you rather have four games of Jimmy G or seventeen games of a guy whose name you didn't even know how to pronounce? It,
1: it, <laughs> it comes down to when the nine games are played, you know. Can you get can you get the injury out of the way in the middle of the season? <laughs> that's that's okay. that's what it comes down to.
0: I don't like it, but I'll give it to you. But I'm not spelling his last name. I'm just no, Jimmy you, G. Oh, Jimmy GQ.
1: Um and then the, on the defensive end, uh I I had three edge rushers. Did you have the same?
0: I had two, Max Crosby, Tyree Wilson. Who was your third?
1: I put Chandler Jones. I feel like he's still really good, but yeah. I understand why you wouldn't include
0: him. Yeah, I debated Chandler Jones. Uh, I I put down cornerback Duke Shelley, and then I didn't like it, but I was running out of options. I put safety Marcus Epps.
1: I put safety Trevon Morick, and I don't even think he's any good.
0: Yeah, I loved Morick out of his draft, but he was pretty bad last year. Yeah, um, I-,
1: I think he should be one of the safeties. I think go with Epps.
0: Why not? Well, we. I know. Uh,
1: put Chandler Jones on there. Actually.
0: Yeah, let's do let's do Chandler Jones. I like yeah, that yeah. Wonder. I forgot
1: you you put Duke Shelley on there. Um, yeah, do Chandler Jones. I'm fine with Duke Shelley. I don't know enough about him to be honest. There was a couple corners on there that I was like, I kind of shrugged my shoulders.
0: Okay. Well, based on what you just said, we're going to disagree on Denver as well because I did not protect Russell Wilson <laughs> because um, I think that the Denver Broncos would be thrilled if an expansion team claimed Russell Wilson's contract off their roster.
1: That's interesting. Um,
0: And it's not that they have anybody else. I mean, Jared Stidham, but Ben DiNucci. But Russell Wilson (laughs) was terrible last year. And maybe the whole thing behind going to get Sean Payton was he can fix Russell Wilson, and that's the thought process. And if they still believe he can be the guy they thought he was going to be when they traded for him, maybe you do protect him. I just kind of feel like they'd be pretty thrilled if somebody was willing to take his contract off their hands.
1: Yeah. I'm willing to hear this argument more than the Jimmy G one, honestly.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, so had, here, let me tell you who else, who I protected my five and we can go from there. So I did
1: have Russ down though.
0: Full okay. Full so I had a uh, wide receiver, Jerry Judy. Yeah. Offensive tackle, Mike but, McGlinchey,
1: by the way, Jerry Judy was really good last year and I don't think anyone knew it and I didn't really realize it. I was doing projections for next year. Jerry Judy had like a top 15 fantasy receiver year last year and I think he's going to do it again. So I think he could be even better this year. I think he could really take a step if that offense is good. So just a random aside, I, I, I tweeted about it the other day. I'm, He's going to be like – I always have my guy in fantasy at each position for fantasy football, just like we do in the draft. I think Jerry Judy is going to be that my guy this year for fantasy football across all positions, but
0: yeah. All right. So, yeah, Jerry Judy, really good last year. I kept him. I kept uh, Mike McGlinchey, offensive tackle. I kept running back Javante Williams. Uh, I kept offensive guard uh, Quinn Miners. And then wide receiver Marvin Mims, who is a rookie guy that I was way higher on than where he got drafted to. Uh, I think if you were going to make the argument to keep Russell Wilson, it's probably over either Mims or Miners. Uh, who, who did you keep? Um, that's not on my list.
1: I had Garrett Bowles. Okay. Um, and I had Cortland Sutton. But yeah, I th-
0: thought about Sutton as well.
1: Um, I I was thinking about Miners. So I did not have Javante or Mims. Um, I do think we should have Sutton instead of one of those two guys. So that would be my suggestion.
0: Okay. Well, we can put him in instead of Mims.
1: Yeah. I'm willing to leave Russ off. I I think it's a fair argument.
0: Okay. So we're going wide receivers, Jerry, Judy, Cortland Sutton, offensive lineman, Mike McGlinchey, Quinn minors. And who else did you have instead of Javante Williams? Oh, you had uh, Russ instead of Javante Williams.
1: Yeah, 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 but I understand the argument.
0: Okay. So then on the defensive side of the ball, I thought there were three guys that were easy for me to pick out. Uh, cornerback Patrick Sertan, linebacker Drew Sanders, and safety Justin Simmons. After that, did you have all three of those? Um. Yeah. Okay. After that, it was a little tough for me. I yeah. thought about Baron Browning, uh, who – He's funny, like he was a linebacker in college. He's an edge rusher now. Uh it was graded terribly by PFF, but I know that I remember specifically talking about some crazy games that he had last season on Chalk Talks. Uh and then a familiar name for Eagles fans, but Alex Singleton, he racks up a lot of tackles at linebacker. I don't I don't know. I, I had a hard time with a fourth spot on the defense here.
1: You gotta go with the the caucasian cornerback riley moss that that's that's where, that's where i went i went with the first white corner of the last 20 years um yeah. in, in the nfl um is where i went i couldn't believe that's where i went but i that was actually i i end up I, I crossed off a name i can't even was it damari mathis yeah looks like i crossed off damari mathis and went with riley moss all right,
0: let's do it. Even though you said their biggest draft regret throwback to those <laughs> podcasts was drafting a white cornerback, you're going to go with Riley Moss.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's. By the way, this exercise, I walked out being like, man, they've got their work cut out for them in Denver. It is not going to be an easy rebuild for Sean Payton.
0: No, absolutely not. And Uh, Do they get their? Do they have their own picks this upcoming season or are they still like paying the piper for Russ? I can't remember.
1: I don't know. I I, I might they might have to give up another first. Yeah, I kind of feel like they
0: do. Uh, I'm going to Google real quick uh, and see just because I'm curious now. uh, The Broncos picks for the 2024 draft. They have their own first. They do not have a second. They still have a second that they give up. Uh,
1: wow yeah it's just one of the worst trades of all time
0: yeah absolutely so there it is folks uh i will be tweeting these out from the chalk talk account over the next few days i'm going to tweet out this whole spreadsheet uh and i would love for you guys to go through and again the rules you get to pick one player from each team to fill out your roster so you're going to have 32 players on your roster uh i think it's going to be a lot better expansion team than Uh, a lot of teams well than any of the previous expansion teams that came out but mark and i are going to do this exercise next week we have not decided if we're going to draft against each other or do one together we'll figure out those logistics but you guys go through this roster pick one player from each team put together the team that you think is the best team that could be made and send it to us on twitter maybe we'll feature a couple of our favorites on the episode but uh this has been a fun exercise mark anything that struck you as uh strange or interesting something you didn't expect in the afc no it's my, my
1: biggest takeaway from this entire process is uh you can rev well besides the fact that uh breaking news the philadelphia eagles and kansas city chiefs are really good that that's that's one takeaway like those two teams are still so far and above every other team in the nfl in my opinion um i think we are more than like more than we've ever been likely to see a rematch of a Super Bowl. Um, I, I really think there's a good chance we see it. but you can rev up the Super Bowl bandwagon for the Jacksonville Jaguars because after going through this exercise, I felt like they were pretty deep on both sides of the ball with options um, in terms of offense and defense for protection. So those were some of my takeaways in terms of positives. and then the the negative one would be the Denver takeaway I just mentioned. that defense, I don't know how the defense was as good as it was last year because on paper, not impressive.
0: Yeah, because their defensive coordinator was really mm-hmm. good, and he was also smart enough to know he didn't want the interim head coach job. So where did he I, go? And he then went then somewhere. Lost. Didn't he go to Carolina? You could be right.
1: Yeah, Azero Evero.
0: I'm pretty sure that's where he went. I'm gonna. I'll Google it here, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that he is the DC in Carolina right now, which is. Yeah, DC for Carolina, which is one of the reasons I'm so high on the Carolina yeah. Panthers. Um, their coaching staff is just incredible. They they have Frank Reich, right? They go who you know, Eagles fans are very well familiar with Frank Reich. I think he was scapegoated unnecessarily. Uh, they got Thomas Brown as their offensive coordinator. They went and they got Geno Evero as their defensive coordinator. Uh, Josh McCallan is there as a quarterback's coach. And we know that he did a really good job when he was in Philadelphia in terms of kind of being a coach, uh, even with the receivers, they've got Deuce Staley, uh, maybe more than anything. It's a pander to Eagles fans, coaching staff, but uh, <laughs> I love the coaching staff that they put together. Dom Capers is there as a senior defensive assistant. Uh, I think they did a fantastic job of getting ready. I think they're going to win the NFC South this year, which this is not an NFC podcast. I don't know how I got there. <laughs> uh, but A- my AFC takeaway is that the Panthers are going to win the NFC South, I guess.
1: I like that. I like that. Oh, another takeaway. The Texans are going to be better than you think. Ooh. That's that's They're going to win like eight, eight ish games. And people are going to be like, Whoa, look at D'Amico. Ryan. I think D'Amico Ryan's gets coach of the year buzz for going like seven and 10. That, that's my, that's my take.
0: If he wins seven games, he should get coach of the year buzz.
1: I just think that, that D that, roster is a little bit more competent than we're giving it credit for because I felt like they were really competent two years ago and then this year it felt like they were in a lot of games and then their coaching staff just really let them down and they didn't have any sort of quarterback play. I think C.J. Stroud's a lock to be like okay. Like I don't think he's going to be terrible. Uh, I think he's pretty NFL ready. And then Will Anderson I think is a lock to be productive right away. Um, So I just think you're adding two rock solid guys that like the premium positions in the NFL. So that's where I'm at with the Texans. Uh, I just think you have to like D'Amico Ryans is going to be so much more competent than they've had at head coach over the last two seasons. I won't disrespect David Coley, at least more competent than lovey Smith.
0: Yeah. Well, we will see. And we will be back next week to do our draft, our fantasy team or not fantasy team, our expansion team. So you guys hit us up on twitter let us know who you think the must take players are in this draft Uh, that is going to wrap this one up thank you guys for joining us for episode 109 of chalk talk part two of three of our nfl expansion draft series if you missed the first one make sure you go and check that out on apple podcasts or youtube Uh, if you enjoy what you heard on the show and we know that you do especially after the technical problems were ironed out be sure you smash that subscribe button, turn on notifications so you don't miss the next episode. Drop us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at ShaneHalfNFL. Mark is at Mark Henry Jr. And we will catch you guys next time. Peace out.